Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Spirit Diaries podcast. My name is Robert. And my name is Birdie. And we are your hosts. With the most spirits. And weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you just joining us, welcome to this podcast in the hot mess that it is. Minus the hot, except for our temperature because we choose to wear long-sleeved black items for some reason. Um, and our house is hot. <laughs> it's actually kind of cold in here right now. I'm pretty warm right now. My face is warm. Just your face. Everything else is cold. Just my face. Fire. (laughs) It's because I'm so nervous. Um, We share all things spooky, including stories of us both growing up with ghosts. In every freaking place we live for some reason. I used to think it was the places. And then I realized. It's the faces. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) I love that. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> okay, that's going to be written into the intro. Um, I love that. Good job. Thank you. Um, I have the occasional good thought. <laughs> so growing up with ghosts, living in haunted houses, and going on scary adventures. A special shout out to... What are you going to say? I was going to be rude. Don't don't bother. No? Continue. Okay. <laughs> a special shout out to Chemically Feline, who is a fey level patron. I think you mean favorite please wait for obnoxious sound clipping to end (laughs) and i just want you to know every animal in our house with that second oh all went (laughs) 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 because little do you guys know we have a live studio audience every single time of three cats and a dog who all stare at us like this except the dog that won't make eye contact with us when we're talking to the camera for some reason and she won't even look in our direction yeah she's very um 
She's like, these people are unwell. <laughs> like, imagine a bouncer at a club that's like constantly looking out at the street to make sure like everything's okay and no one bad's coming in. Like, that's what she's just the whole time. She's just. <laughs> so, in honor of me talking about my strange past life regression last episode, uh, we are going to be talking about some real research, some scientific stuff uh, done to uh, children who do remember their past lives. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. I find this so interesting mm -hmm. um, because mine was nothing like this. And mm -hmm. I just want to make that clear. Like, yes, I had that one little regression, one little tidbit, but um, nothing like these incredible cases. Right. Um, one of which we're going to talk about today. Woo. So the University of Virginia does currently study children who remember their past lives. Um, and a direct quote from their website is that some young children, usually between the ages of two and five, speak about memories of a previous life that they claim to have lived. At the same time, they often show behaviors such as phobias or preferences that are unusual within the context of their particular family and cannot be explained by any current life events. These memories appear to be concordant with a child's statements about a previous life. So interesting. That is interesting. Um, I have had a few of these tendencies, uh, namely... Uh, one of the main ones, like feeling constantly like I wanted to go home. Mm -hmm. um, and that feeling always struck me. And I remember like being a kid and like having this like aching feeling in my like body and my heart that like I just wanted to go home. Mm -hmm. And I remember crying and just being like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And like this like weird feeling uh, was very prominent when I was younger. Uh, and it kind of like stayed slightly as I got older. Mm -hmm. I think even when you and I had started dating and gotten together, I had like one of these like huge moments where I was like, oh my God, I just want to go home. And you're like, what are you talking about? Right, We're in yeah. your home. <laughs> and I'm like, no, my real home. Right. <laughs> like I just want to go home. And yeah, it's, ugh. I felt a lot as a kid. It's not so much anymore. But right. um, you were in my home. Aww. Aww. Cute. <laughs> so the University of Virginia has on their website, which we will have all over this and in the description, because if you or somebody you know is experiencing something like this, you may want to reach out to these people who are professionals and studying this. Um, but some statements they might make. And of course, this is not saying that if any child makes any of these statements that they could be remembering a past life. Uh, but if they are having similar traits to possibly remembering a past life, they may say things such as, you're not my mommy or daddy. Wouldn't terrify anybody. <laughs> um, I have another mommy and daddy. When I was big, I used to have... And then traits mm -hmm. um, that happened before I was in my mommy's tummy. We talked about I said that <laughs> to my mm -hmm. parents. Um, I have a wife or husband or children. Um, 
I used to have, you know, a house, a truck, uh, live here, live there, um, talking about how they died or talking about, oh, do you remember when I lived somewhere else? Or do you remember when my other daddy said something or things of that sort? Do you have any like memories of this? No, I don't have any past life memories. Um, not like that. Like... I guess not at all, really. You do have one. Do I? Mm-hmm. That I think could categorize into this. Um, you talked about not feeling like your hands belong to you. Oh, yeah, that was. That was weird. I remember, yeah, when I was a kid, I used to have like... <laughs> I used to lay in my bedroom in my bed and have like existential crises looking at my hands, thinking that like, these aren't my hands. I forgot all about that. Yeah, it's one of your paranormal stories. Yeah. Um, but after reading some of the research, I started thinking about that. And I was like, I wonder if that was you having this like remembrance like of maybe almost. your hands, what they looked like before, mm -hmm. recognizing them as not your own. And I would, uh, I know I personally would, oh, it's so weird. I would stare at myself like really close in the mirror and be like, remember everything about your face right? because you're going to forget what you look like one day. And <laughs> I would do this like every six months. I'd be like, remember what you look like because you're not going to remember. <laughs> and I don't remember why I felt that way, but I very actively tried to do like some Judy B. Jones stuff of like click and like take a photographic memory of my face because I was like, I want to remember this person. I and just, I really felt like I wasn't going to remember myself. I just imagine your parents walking by the bathroom or something, seeing you do it and be like, what are you doing? And you just be like, I'm remembering. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. I didn't talk to anybody about it, but I was like, uh, for some reason, I just, I really felt like I didn't want to forget my face. I was like, right. I'm not going to forget my face this time. And like that weird, like, I don't want to forget my face this time. is like, this time what? Right. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't want to forget my face. <laughs> I have to do this. I don't know why, but I have to do this. Yeah. And all it's left me with is strange memories of like, <laughs> do you remember when I stared at myself for like 10 minutes in a mirror? Like every birthday I was like, this is what you look like at 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do on your birthday? Gaze at myself for a few hours. <laughs> I don't want to forget. <laughs> so other past life, perhaps memories I have is I used to have vivid nightmares and like vivid memories of like this horrible person mm -hmm. who did horrible things to me. Um, and I always thought this was like a nightmare. But again, with further research into this, this could perhaps have been like a past life memory of like death. Um, and I always felt like my name was different mm -hmm. uh, than what it is. I constantly like felt like my name was a different name. Um it was so weird. Like I never felt attached to my name. Right. Um, I like my name. Don't get me wrong. I, I just, um, I felt like it was something else always. I know. I had that experience when I was a kid too. Did you? Yeah. Like this isn't my name. Like yeah. why are you calling me this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> How weird is that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I remember I 
was in my parents' kitchen and my grandfather called my name and I was like, what'd you call me? <laughs> and, he's like, and he told me my name again. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's just such a weird little phenomenon that like. If you guys have ever felt that way, comment below. We, mm -hmm. I would love to hear if you guys have like heard anything like this or felt this way. Yeah. I don't know. That's so weird. Mm. And I, I feel like it's common in kids. And I mean, I think a lot of people are like, oh, kids are just weird. But it's like kids are like so fresh into their little meat suits that maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reincarnation is real. Um and I mean, there's a lot of really convincing evidence um, that supports that there has to be some sort of something happening, mm -hmm. um, be it reincarnation or perhaps just psychic phenomena or high, high, high coincidence, <laughs> you know, um, it's it's just interesting. But I do want to highlight that I've been reading this Return to Life book um, and it has been fascinating and i highly recommend everybody check it out if you are interested in past lives it is written by a medical doctor who currently works at the university of virginia and studies past life events um he's compiled a book with like some of his cases so interesting i will leave a link to get it below if you're interested but i am obsessed <laughs> like I find I find this so interesting I think this satisfies my science mind <laughs> right <laughs> because I'm like finally somebody's doing like scientific research and really it. studying and quantifying these mm -hmm. cases so in this child past life regression mm -hmm. um this is the story of Kevin slash Patrick so Kevin was a living little boy who uh, unfortunately became incredibly ill. He had an incredibly hard life and he had multiple illnesses going on. Um, and Kevin's mother searched endlessly for answers. And so often, like we see in the medical field, people are dismissed. Mm -hmm. People cannot figure out what is wrong. Um, and she was facing just doctor after doctor after doctor. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so it... I can only imagine how frustrating this is having similar experiences where right. doctors are just like, Whoa. um, so You're making it up. Yeah. I, I have like the highest sympathy for, uh, Kevin's mom mm -hmm. who really, really tried to figure out what had been going on. Um, and she went to doctor after doctor and Kevin had been hospitalized for a majority of his life. And eventually they, Found a doctor who could confirm that Kevin had metastatic neuroblastoma, which is a cancer that starts in the nerve tissue and starts to spread to other places of the body. Yikes. Some of his more physical symptoms included limping, and that came from a broken leg. Mm. Uh, he got put in a cast, and the cast was, like, so painful for him that they had taken him out of the cast, mm. um, and he... Uh, had a limp. He also had a mass above his right ear and uh, it was a tumor and his left eye was bulging and it was bruised. Ah, um, yeah. So by my understanding of looking at the research um, in Kevin's timeline, 
from Dr. Ian Stevenson and Dr. Jim Tucker, who is the doctor who wrote this book um, that I'm referencing. He had passed away prior to his second birthday. Mm. So this happened rapidly and such a hard life for such a little person. So young. Yeah. So uh, Kevin passed away and 20 years after his death, his mom gave birth to another little boy named Patrick. He had a different father than Kevin, um, but his mother reported that when she first saw Patrick, she immediately released this weight of grief that Mm -hmm. she had been carrying every single day since Kevin's passing. And uh, a lot of this was because uh, she thought that Kevin and Patrick resembled each other. Mm. Um, But I was, when I first started reading this, again, being skeptical, I was like, you know, maybe it's because she had another little boy. Right. And she's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, a little bit of that is healed because now here's Mm -hmm. this little boy who I can give a chance. Um, And and he clearly got a lot of her genetics to look like the first son as well. Right. So this is kind of where I was at, but that was until I realized that she had other children, Mm. two of them between Kevin and Patrick And uh, one of them was also a boy. And she said that she did not feel the same way when she had him. Obviously, she was really happy and excited and absolutely loved her son. However, she really felt so different when she held Patrick. And I thought that was incredibly notable Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, as a skeptic, I'm like trying to come up with all these things of like, well, maybe. Um, But uh, maybe there was just something here, something Mm -hmm. to be looked into. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Patrick, her son, who is living now, his left eye got corneal leukoma, uh, which is basically a white scar that typically happens with trauma or infection in the eye. Uh, Mm. Neither was reported. However, Patrick eventually went blind in that eye. Oh, wow. And that is the same eye that was bulging on Kevin. And Kevin did end up going blind in that eye before he passed. Wow. Wow. So super coincidental. Like, again, part of me is like, it wasn't the same thing. Right. You know, we have two eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's coincidental. They had eye problems, but like maybe, you know, it was just a coincidence. Right. It is peculiar, but 
Like, does I, that fall more into a genetic thing where it's like I there's the eye problems? Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, maybe this is just a case of genetics. Mm-hmm. But Patrick also had a small like one centimeter nodule above his right ear, which was in the same location. Kevin had a tumor. Oh, wow. And Dr. Ian reported that he had felt this nodule Mm -hmm. um, and it had since shifted as he grew, Mm -hmm. but uh, it did start in the same exact location. He, uh, the other son had the tumor, which again was a little strange and there's no explanation for that one. Um, And even stranger, Patrick also was reported to have a thin birthmark in the same location that Kevin had an IV in. And it was a place Mm. on his neck. And the doctors did do research into his case and looked into where Kevin's IV was placed. They did find out that he had a jugular uh, IV. And they could confirm that it was in relatively the same spot. (laughs) um, And it did look like a scar I can say I was a very sick baby. Um, My parents referred to me as Pinocchio uh, because of all the tubes that were running from me after I was born because they were like, oh, strings. like So fucked. Like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said it. I agree. Um, Yeah. I'm a real boy. Um, So... I still have scars on my hands and Mm. my fingers and my toes from these needles from when I was an infant. Um, So I do believe that if he is showing signs of scarring or injuries in the same location as the other child, um, that an IV scar could also be a thing. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people dismissed this specific thing. But I mean... And children, like, so easily markable, especially, like, with, like, needles and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, they leave huge scars, and I I have huge scars from them. And it's like, yes, it was a little prick when I was little, but, I mean, as you grow, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I totally think that could be a thing. What I think is so cool is Dr. Ian determined the likelihood that this birthmark was in the same place of the injury was one in... 25,600. And I love how he determined this. So basically he took the surface area of skin, if it was all laid out and stretched out, Mm. and he divided it into little centimeter fragments, which was the size of the scar. Mm -hmm. And then he determined, you know, there's 25,600 squares on this body Mm -hmm. and the likelihood that you could have another birthmark in the same exact location was one in 25,600. It's got to be even bigger than that, too, with, like, correct orientation and everything. Yeah. um, There was a lot of criticism of him giving that statistic Mm -hmm. um, in peer-reviewed articles. Uh, But I I do like the theory of what he was going for here. I do like that there was an attempt made to try to make a statistic of it. Yeah. So I think that was pretty cool. And... I think the strangest part for me is like, let's say that Patrick is Kevin reincarnated. Why would the physical symptoms like be showing up? Right. That's super strange. Isn't that so strange? It's like, and I've heard things in the past too of like people's 
birthmarks having to do with how they died. I remember that being a theory. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like someone has like a wine stain birthmark because they had like they were shot or stabbed or something in that spot. So it's super strange to like hear. Yeah, that is something I did hear all the time growing up that mm-hmm. you have birthmarks where you were killed before. So strange. But uh, some researchers believe that our minds can create physical things that will appear on our body physically. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is a case where a man had a horribly traumatic event where he was bound with ropes Mm -hmm. uh, behind his back. And while he was retelling the story, he actually developed rope marks on his arm. Oh, wow. Um, This is also something that I have experienced with mediumship. when I was still giving people readings um, in person and doing mediumship readings, um, there was the one case um, where I was getting ready to go meet with someone Mm -hmm. and I had become violently ill and I had developed bruises around my neck um, and they were dark purple bruises Mm -hmm. and I was so scared because a lot of the mediumship is really scary Mm -hmm. especially when physical things happen because obviously if I have bruising around my neck it looked like somebody had grabbed me and that I had been abused or assaulted yeah yeah and I was so scared um and I was like covering up (laughs) with makeup because I didn't want anybody to think like that you had done anything or anything of that sort it was such a strange phenomenon it really freaked me out Mm -hmm. um so I have experienced marks showing up um and that did very much relate to this person's reading Mm -hmm. um super super strange and also incredibly fascinating how powerful our brains can be and i remember they were so bad that you considered not going because you're like this is just too much like (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like okay maybe not that far (laughs) yeah yeah i don't like that uh, Mm -hmm. at all um that was pretty (laughs) pretty severe intense yeah um So Patrick started saying around four years old that he was Kevin. Um, It didn't quite come out as clearly as, hello, I'm Patrick. That's what you know me as, but I was Kevin. Um, But it did come out in these little tiny quips and statements and comments that Patrick would make. He would do things like describe the apartment Kevin and his mom lived in which she had no pictures of. Obviously, why would you be telling a four-year-old about an apartment you lived in? He mentioned that they had a dog and described the dog, which Mm. they did have for a bit. Um, He would point to different places on his body and be like, remember when I had surgery here or surgery here or surgery here? And his mom was like, you never had surgery. And he's like, yes, I did, mom. Right. Like, you don't remember me having surgery? Um, So interesting. And he talked about going to a zoo and Kevin did go to a zoo and the animals that Patrick described were animals Kevin saw. Mm. Patrick had never gone to a zoo. Right. Um, So these kept coming up and eventually he saw a picture of Kevin for the first time and he pointed to the picture of Kevin and went, that's me. I've Hmm. been looking for this. What? Like Like, I've been looking for a photo of me. Finally, here's one. Um, 
What do you think? Like, I, I'd be losing it if I was the mom. Like, first of all, you finally, I feel like, are starting to get some, like, closure over what happened. And then it's just like, hey, it, I'm back. <laughs> like, what, what do you How think do you in that take moment? that? Right. So, so strange. I, and it's like, do you... Do you run with it? It's like, do you start calling him Kevin? Right. Like, or do you just like nod and go, okay, okay honey. Yeah. And just, oh my gosh. And I'm sure it was sort of like healing and traumatic at the oh, same I'm time. Sure. Because yeah. it's like, what a beautiful thing if mm -hmm. it was true. And what a mind altering thing right. if it was true. And if it wasn't true, like how heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just... I can't imagine what mm -hmm. she was thinking or feeling. But what really sells me on leaning towards the believer side of this story is that he started talking to his mom and was asking about this relative that nobody talked about. Mm -hmm. And he had met him in heaven. And he was telling his mom, like, hey, there's this person I met in heaven and He's saying all these things and the mom is listening and she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I feel like if I was the mom, I'd be like, okay, honey, this is sure. bullshit. <laughs> like, okay, weirdo. <laughs> whatever. And she took this information. And of course, I'm sure with all the things that Patrick has been saying about Kevin mm -hmm. is like, okay, let me just like verify if this is real. So she called her mom and her mom told her that Patrick had described everything correctly. And Patrick's mom is like, what are you talking about? Right. So Patrick had told his mom about Billy the pirate, right? Okay. He was tall, thin, he had brown hair, brown eyes. And he said that his stepdad killed him and he shot him in the mountains. And he was very sad because nobody talked about Billy the pirate. And... <laughs> His mom's like, I don't know anybody about Billy the Pirate. Right. Like, so this is why she's on the phone with her mom. And she's like relaying all of this to her mom. And her mom tells her that her oldest sister had a son named Billy. Hmm. And all of the info was correct. He was shot and killed by his stepfather in the mountains. And it happened three years before uh, Patrick's mom was born. Oh, wow. And they never talked about him because it was a really dark Sad. thing yeah. that happened. I mean, it was an awful thing that happened and they, they didn't really talk about it. And she's like, okay, so what about this name, Billy the Pirate? Well, his name was Billy and his nickname was Billy the Pirate because he had always gone into the wilderness and had this like adventuring like personality right. and they nicknamed him billy the pirate and she laughed and she's like i haven't heard anybody refer to him as that in ages wow there this is where the validation comes in and i'm like he can't be lying right how, how would he know that his mom didn't know that how would he know that exactly he had no way to know that information mm -mm. and he was completely correct about all of it it's insane so i mean how can we refute this? Right? How can we refute this? <laughs> right. And it was studied by two doctors. Like this was all validated. This was all checked out. This is not just somebody making something up. Like this is so well documented. Mm -hmm. 
What do you think? I just think that's so like, it's so much information. Even it comes across far fetched in the moment. It's like it's all validated, right? So I mean, if it's validated, then it's true. <laughs> like, this is one of those things that, like, if you heard on a YouTube video, you'd be like, "Yeah, this person's lying." Yeah, okay. And Billy <laughs> the pirate shot in the mountains. All right. <laughs> Like they told the kid this story. This was totally fair. Right? It was for camera, like whatever. And it's like, but this, this is so real. And right? it just makes you question like everything we see online. Yes. There's a lot of people who are like making a bunch of shit up, mm -hmm. but it's like, what if half of these people are telling the truth? Right. Like <laughs> we don't know. Right. Like, and I mean, these cases are so prominent because this is before the internet, but a part of me feels like, okay, let's put the internet in this situation. You know, this mom would be recording everything Patrick oh, yeah. says and being like, what, what <laughs> did you say? It, yeah. What did you say? A uh, Kevin did what? Uh-huh. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, I feel like this would be a TikTok account. Well, I'm sure it would like, be. And I mean, just to document the absolute wildness mm -hmm. happening in our life and i mean even us like we're sharing our story here it's like before the internet i mean i didn't talk about this to anybody right and it's like i think with the age of information we're so inherently skeptical mm -hmm. and wanting to disbelieve because of the abuse that people have right. had um how many actual stories are we now missing mm -hmm. because we are so quick to dismiss everybody everybody <laughs> everyone it's like and there's so many people out there that i'm sure have no way of validating the information so it's like if there's no validation just instantly throw it out i know and i mean we try our hardest mm -hmm. and we share all of our extended footage mm -hmm. on patreon uh to try and help show like this is what's right. happening it's like this is what we're getting <laughs> like uh but I mean, even then, like, I understand if people are skeptical. Mm -hmm. So what's even more interesting is Patrick didn't just talk about Kevin. He actually talked about another life prior to Kevin <laughs> where he lived in Hawaii. He described different uh, events that had happened in his life. And they were trying to date that and could guess that it happened around the 1940s, which is like this little guy has reincarnated quite a bit yeah. in such a short period of time yeah i just i find that so fascinating because it makes you wonder like if reincarnation is happening how quick is it and does everybody have the same like fastness of reincarnation or are some people very fast and other people are like hundreds and hundreds of years you know? right 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 and it's like did because he passed away so young and he wasn't out of the age of like remembering his past life when he passed away. Does that like trigger a stronger connection to his past lives next time round? So yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's interesting. Very interesting. So do you think you have had past lives or a past life? I'm sure I have just having the weird existential crisis as a kid with like the hand thing. It's like, there had to be something I was pulling from to be like, this is weird. Like, this doesn't look like me type of feeling. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. I, I do think I've had past lives um, and past life regressions. I have uh, remembered certain names, dates, times, places, mm -hmm. scenery. Um, going to keep that to myself because it gets <laughs> a little a little wild. Mm -hmm. Um but I have done my best to date uh, what I have seen. And I have narrowed down a few very specific 
locations and timelines um, that I have no way of knowing about. Um, and I think that I have lived lives before, mm -hmm. which is strange to think about. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a little creepy if you think about it. Like, why Why don't we remember? Or are we supposed to remember? Are we not? Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, a lot of people think you're reincarnating together. Like this uh, Patrick reincarnated in the same family. And it's like, did he just want to finally have a life with his mom that's so beautiful <laughs> um you know or uh, was this life in hawaii did his mom also have a life in hawaii at mm -hmm. the time so it i don't know it just makes you wonder so comment below if you have had a past life regression or if you remembered your past life as a child or now um I, we'd love to hear your thoughts and uh we will see you all next time thank you for listening to the spirit diaries and thank you again to chemically feline who is so cool that whenever she burns incense in her house she never catches the smoke alarm on fire what? that's not what i meant to say <laughs> let's try that again she's so cool that she never messes up when she tries to record an outro to a podcast good job <laughs> thank you for listening to the spirit diary okay love you bye bye